1: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Cheaper Than Therapy. So today we are talking to Jillian. It sounds like the beginning of the year, twenty twenty woof. Beginning of twenty twenty one. You kind of set some goals for yourself. You decided kind of this is where I'm going. This is what I want to accomplish. And now while we're recording this, seems like maybe that's changed. And you're just kind of struggling with maybe like purpose, goals, you know, path, all that fun stuff. Take us deeper.
2: Yeah, I am. I, I am a little backstory. I had a child at 18. So I went from being a kid and then I was, okay, now you have to be responsible for someone else's life. Mm-hmm. So fast forward all of these years, and my daughter is now out of the house. And it's like, for the very first time in my life, it's like, here, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? Who are you? And I'm like, right. oh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, So I you know, did a vision board and set some goals and everything. And I'm like really fighting hardcore against all of them. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like I, I look at them and I'm just like, it doesn't even resonate with me at all anymore. And, and the goals, I look at them like, are those mine? Did I think? Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing, nothing, I'm not connecting with any of it. And, you know, like a lot of my girlfriends tell me I'm kind of living life backwards because, you know, I spent all of my life focused on someone else. And now it's like, okay, who are you? And I don't even know. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I don't know where I'm going. I know where I've been. Yeah. But I don't I have no idea.
1: Where do oh. you think you I guess when you when you created this vision board what space were you in? I mean, did they resonate? Do you remember them resonating at the time? Did they feel like they were authentic to you at the time or or when you look back does it feel like I don't even know who that person was that was putting those down.
2: No, they definitely resonated um, at the time. And, so, okay. you know, a lot of it, the, the, the vision board, it's still like, yeah, yeah, I, I want that. You know, okay. I am. Um, I search for connections. So a lot of it was, you know, I'm um, developing connections and having a group of friends to do life with. And, and I'm still mm. all about that. Um, a lot of it was to have a Christ-centered life. And, you know, mm. I'm still, I'm diving into that as well. Um, but you know, some of the goals I set to like, I, am, um, I was in the journey cohort and I still haven't finished it. And my grandma died in the midst of all of it. And mm-hmm. I kind of lost my, my drive to, to do it. And I'm kind of just like, I still need to finish that. And, you yeah. know, I sat down to, 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 work on that a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know. So I put it to the side and then I used to write for therapy, you know, so like I was like, oh, I want to be a writer. I want to be a writer, and I don't write anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: on the goals was to to start writing again. I'm just like I fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, writing a children's book series. You know, yeah, yeah. And I'm like I fight it. I fight all of the things. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I, I, I don't want to say I don't know how to force myself because anything I have to force myself to do, do I really want to do it? Right. Um, so I don't know.
0: But I mean, what's coming up for me, Jillian, is whenever I hear there being resistance to anything in life, I always want us to slow down
1: mm-hmm.
0: and really listen versus feeling like we need to force. I loved that you used the word force. Figure um, out. Yeah. Like, I think that that is our internal wisdom, our internal navigation system, giving us an indication that the pace at which we are attempting to move or- Force things to happen is too fast, right? Um, You just described experiencing a substantial loss. And I would think that, you know, this might be a time where what I should be prioritizing is allowing myself to feel some of the grief that I need to feel. Um, And I think that sometimes, you know, there may be some of the, the resistance to feeling that, that is, um, a part of what's coming up in terms of like, you know, like you, like Vanessa was saying it's, you know, 29 days into the month. And so like, it doesn't necessarily sound like those things are all sort of a wash and not true for you anymore. It's just maybe not happening at the pace that you would like them to be coming to fruition. Am I hearing that right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I, um, I found,
0: um,
2: we, the class with John Kim, where he had to do a 30,000 feet view. You know, mm. um, I found that sheet the other day and I had some lofty goals. <laughs> and mm. I'm looking at them now and I'm just like, there's no way that I'm going to accomplish these or when I said I was going to accomplish these things. And I'm just like, holy, holy shit. Mm. Um,
0: when, and when did your that's... kiddo
2: leave the house? Was, that, was um, that as well? No, no, it's been a while. Okay. She, um She and I both, Left Central New York over three years ago. Um, so she went to LA, and I came to Florida. Okay. Um, and prior to that, she was with her dad for a couple of years. So okay. she's been out of my house mm-hmm. for a while. Um, but I was still, you know, active doing yes. things, whatever. Um, but coming here, yeah.
1: You
2: know. Um, but I also, full disclosure, I um I came here and I got sober. So I was dealing with getting sober first, okay. and then. Once all of that was cleared out, it was like, okay. I have no idea who I am.
1: Which makes a lot of sense to me. Right. And it does feel like I can, I can, I can feel into the feeling that's coming up for you, which is like the okay, 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 okay. Like I have to almost make up for lost time.
2: Yes. Yes. I'm like 25 years, I wasted. Hmm. And now I have to like
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like Vanessa, I feel like you're looking at me knowingly like Danae, because this is a little bit of my energy. Right. Um, and my work is always to sort of like stay where I am, be where my feet are and allow myself to breathe into the space of the universe unfolding exactly as it is supposed to. Right. Um, I think, uh, you know, and you were talking about John and his 30,000 foot view. And another thing that I've sort of taken away from that as a teaching is that the universe always sort of delivers on what we are longing to make happen, the goals that we have for our life. But very rarely does it look the way we imagine it's going to look come to fruition in the time that we feel like it should. Um, And so, you know, I think... You are sort of like a baby. You are sort of rediscovering yourself in so many ways. Whenever we get sober, um, there's this thing of like, we literally come back into life where we left off when we started using. And so it's like rediscovering life as an adolescent and an adolescent is hungry and like ready to do and (sighs) ah, you've got time, baby. Like, that's literally like the internal voice that we need to sort of soothe ourselves with, you know? Um, You're exactly where you need to be. Nothing is wasted. This is like a mantra, you know? None of the experiences that I've had are wasted. None of the time of my life is wasted. It's all been, as we say in therapy, grist for the mill. But, you know, the information that I am going to need for this next step of my journey. You know, and you made this, you said earlier that you
1: really want to live a Christ-centered life. And and I mean, even, I mean, I would actually say within any kind of spiritual practice, it is really that like God or the universe or whatever you believe is never going to throw at you something that you can't handle,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? And so if we look at the trajectory of your life thus far, nothing that's happened to you so far has been waste because that's not what God's plan is, right? That's not how it works. It is all to Danae's point, Christopher Mill. Now, here's the thing I will say, and I'm I'm a little bit more of like the, tell it like it is New Yorker. If we try really hard to go, go, go and say, okay, but yeah, I want it, I want it, I want it. We're actually skipping over what the lesson is that God is trying to give us. And sometimes we do that because there maybe there's like a tiny little part of our unconscious that doesn't really want to sit with it, maybe is kind of scared of what that message might be, scared of potentially like the work that might go into integrating that message, right? There could be a lot of reasons, but sometimes that resistance to sitting still, breathing into the space that we're in, all of these things that Danae is speaking to, sometimes that resistance has to do with like, yeah, but that's scary.
0: Mm. And, you know, it flirts a little bit with the realm of the spiritual bypass, right? Like I want to get to that point of making meaning. I've, I've wasted mm-hmm. enough time. I want to move forward. It's time to do something with this life. Um, and there may be some grieving to be done, not mm-hmm. only about, you know, this loss that you've just had in your grandmother, but also the loss of some of what all of this time has been, you know? Um, what life should have looked like. Yeah. What could um, have happened. Yeah, yeah there's, there's feelings to be felt there, you know?
2: Yeah. Cry.
1: yeah. And there's, there's information in that emotion that's coming up around it.
2: It's funny. I, um, <clears throat> I broke my leg a year and a half ago, September, 2019. And I was in a wheelchair for seven months. Mm. I was just like, it's telling me to sit down, slow down, mm. pay attention.
1: Mm.
2: Um, and I remember my first time going outside, I cried and I have this thing. It's Yeah, whatever. (laughs) It's my little mind where like I go hardcore into whatever it is I'm doing. So I use exercises as as a way to get sober. Um, And, you know, so that's how I broke my leg was exercising. And then I just started a new gym and a new gym program a couple weeks ago. And what did I do? I pulled my calf muscle on the other leg. So I woke up last Tuesday and I couldn't walk again. And so I was back in the recliner with the leg elevated. I'm like, I'm missing something. Something I need to slow down. <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: the, universe, the, universe the universe is, is like, giving you some strong messages, girl. <laughs>
2: and it's like, like, sit, sit your, your ass, ass down. down. And it was crazy because the very next day I woke up and I couldn't talk. My throat was like razor blade. Mm. So it was like, dang, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, bad to bad. I mean, it kind of it almost like we have
1: to look at it sometimes with like humor because it really can be like something really traumatic, like breaking your leg. I mean, I had something similar. I broke my jaw. And the very first time that I ate real food, mm-hmm. I cried. Right. So I totally know that feeling. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, we have to look at those kind of things. Like we're laughing right now. I mean, even though that was majorly traumatic, and I'm sure there was a lot of not just mental trauma, emotional trauma, but physical as well. Because if we don't, what's the alternative, right? We're not gonna stay in a place of like this horrible thing happened. It's more like actually this horrible thing happened probably for a reason. I came out the other side and am I willing now to kind of sit in? Again, it's like the integration because here's the thing, we can't skip forward. We can't go from level two to level eight. It's just not how life works. So if we're not on level two, integrating what we learned in level one and then in three, integrating what we learned in level two, right? Like we don't get to skip to eight or nine.
2: So how the hell do I do that? How do do you stay where you are? (laughs)
1: Apparently
2: the universe
1: has to do with you physically sitting your ass down.
0: (laughs) The fact that we start with how do I even sit is information, right? Yeah. Yeah. I want
1: to go to the body. Okay. Uh, And I'm obviously I'm looking at you as I say this, because this is also kind of your realm. It's like, for me, when we say like, well, how do I do that? How do I do that? So much of this, this energy to me, this kind of frenetic go, go, go feels very Mm -hmm. up here and people Mm -hmm. who can't see me, I'm just the head area and it doesn't feel like what's happening down here. Right. So like from the neck down, which is normal, Jillian, by the way, you're not the only one. Mm
0: and i think that you know if if what i used was my body mm-hmm. as a means to um to get sober and to like start to shift the the tools that i had been using in the past then what that says to me is there's a little bit of integration that needs to be done here, right? And I feel like this is some grief work for you a little bit. Um, I feel like there are elements of your shadow that you are still a little bit resistant Mm -hmm. to looking at, bringing to the surface, making friends with and allowing to be integrated into the fullness of who you are. And so, um, you know, I think We were just talking about the shadow in the TAT lab this morning, and I was um, bringing up this video from Debbie Ford, which I really, really love the way she describes how to do shadow work, which is starting with the thing that I love most about myself. So let's do this as an exercise with you, real quick, Jillian, okay? If if you're open to it. All right. So tell me the quality about yourself that you love the most
2: my intelligence.
0: All right. Beautiful. That's actually a great one. So, where in your life do you feel like you are not intelligent, where you are not smart, where you are um, not like confident? Yeah. yeah.
2: Dating, relationships. Okay.
0: So there is some some shadow work around, you know, um, how I show up in relationships. Which, how by the I- way,
1: was something you put on your vision board. I know that was more friend, but it had to do with
0: having fulfilling sustaining relationships. So that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So there's some shadow work around the way that I believe I have been in the past in relationships, the way I believe I'm able to show up in relationships, the way I'm experienced by other people in relationships. There's some sort of, I would imagine, limiting core belief around who I am um, and how other people maybe experience me in relationships. And what I have found is whatever our shadow work is, is normally the gifts that we have to offer the world. But until I get in there in the muck of the shadow and like fully embrace the things that are like ick about myself that I don't wanna look at, I'm gonna feel blocked. I'm gonna feel like I can't progress. Does that make sense? Mm
1: -hmm. So I'm also, I'm registering that. I know for me, my logical side is going back to when you were like, but how do I do it? How do Mm. I do that, right? And everything that today just said, if you were to take the shadow work, if you were to take the grief work, right? So these are kind of big therapy terms. It's like, you need to do some grieving. You need to do some shadow work. I think for you, and I especially think this because of some of the trauma, specifically being around your body, your physical Mm -hmm. body. I think it is going to be about slowing down and feeling sensations in your physical body. Mm-hmm. So if if I were like in your shoes and I was like, but how do I do that? It's like, okay, I want you, I always say, you need to become an anthropologist to your inner landscape right now. That is your only job in this moment. Your only job is not actually, and I'm going to step up on the limb here and say, your only job is not actually to think about what your goals are in step nine. That needs to be put on pause for a little while. And actually your job right now is to be a very kind of astute anthropologist at where you are on level two, five, four, wherever you feel like you are and start to notice when things like sadness or grief or shame or embarrassment come up, pause. We're not trying to figure it out. We're not trying to solve it. We're noticing. And then just like an anthropologist would pay attention interesting. What is it that I want to do right now? Hmm. What was happening a minute ago when this came up? Is there a pattern here? Are there overarching patterns that I'm seeing, right? So we know that really anthropologists, it's just that they're, they're documenting, they're noticing things, they're connecting dots. I feel like for you right now, the slowing down, the work is that around the shadow, around the grief, put the anthropology hat on. That's where I'm going with it.
0: Yeah, V, you know, I and I hope you don't mind me using your experience with like the trauma of your job, but like um, what's coming up for me a little bit too is there's something about this like, this go, this task, this like ability to do things myself and figure it out because I've had to, that there's something in like, if you remember, like that trauma for you was about like some things I'm going to have to let people in. I'm going to have to let people help me when I'm very much the person that that's not my jam. (laughs) I don't love to do that. And I'm just wondering if some of what Vanessa is talking about is also in relation to how do I let myself be seen, Mm. experienced by other people, maybe even held by other people. Um, And maybe that you know, like it almost feels like, and this is when I start to drop into my body and what's coming up, but like energetically, like collaborative or um, that it's not just me doing all of this by myself. I feel that energy from you. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm right in that, but there's something about like, I need to figure this out. I need to make this happen, me by myself in this world. Cause I'm and the I- only
1: one that I can trust and rely on. And I've always done it before. So I'll always do it again.
0: Yeah, and I think some of your healing energy is in there, Jillian.
2: I had to, when I broke the leg, the first time I had to ask for help.
0: Like mm. I couldn't shower, I couldn't do anything, like I needed
2: help. Um, and then the, with this other leg, my boyfriend and I broke up on Monday, on Tuesday it happened, and I had to call him and be like, okay, look, I know this is like really weird, but I need a shower, <laughs> I need a shower, <laughs> I need help with it, like, I need mm. food, like help me. And then I got, I got sick, I had a sinus infection and it's just like, so he was really good and he helped me and it actually brought us back. Mm. Um, Can we pause there
1: for a second? Mm -hmm. When you say it brought us back, what do you feel like happened in that space of you needing to ask for help? Like, what was it about that? Do you think potentially, I I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm leading the witness, but it feels to me. Like there's something in you all of a sudden being awful vulnerable and needing to ask for help that might have been a a gateway or a doorway into you coming back
2: together. Um, Yeah, I think I, well, he, it was funny because you said that like my go, go, go is very kind of heady. Mm -hmm. Um, And he mentioned, he was just like, when you're in go-go mode, like you're completely different. You kiss different, like Mm -hmm. everything about you is different. Um, And I know that because I get like, I like, it's, yeah, I got to do all of the things. Um, but I, um, obviously, you know, that vulnerability of needing to to ask for help, there's a, a softness that comes to me because I'm like, yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm you local. can't actually go, go, go. Because physically you can't
2: go, go, go. I can't go, go, go. I can't be harsh. I can't be like, fuck this. I'll just do it on my own. Like, I have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and I have problems connecting, you know, like my parents were, were shaped. Um, so I always was just like, okay, I'll just do it. I just, you know, I learned very young, to just do it, like stay out of their way. So a big thing for me is like wanting to be
0: seen and heard, but,
2: but, but,
0: <laughs> but. yeah, um, very difficult to tolerate being seen and heard, right? And I think that you know it's interesting, like Vanessa was saying, that one of your goals was around um, living a Christ-centered life, and to me that says. That my work is to get really still and ask the universe for my next right direction. Ask God, what, like, how would you have me serve? How would you have me show up? What is my next right action? Um, this is about you being with yourself, getting still enough until you can find your answers, and and it's not. a quick process it normally is when we stop attempting to force that the clarity comes and I find that it it comes in ways that we don't expect it to you know whether that's through a dream or through a conversation that just like snaps something into our awareness we don't really know but the more we try to force this answer to come and me to have clarity it's it's like that uh square peg into a round hole. Like it's just, it's not going to happen. You know, it's like surrender is is really the word that comes up as I'm, as we're talking.
2: That word keeps coming up this week. That doesn't mm. surprise me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the thing about surrender, right? Like I've, I've worked with other clients specifically one in the past that used to always fight against the word surrender because to her, it felt like a very passive word. I had to really work with her on this idea that like surrendering is actually really fucking hard. Like there's a lot of work to be done in surrender. Um, it's not passive, right? So again, I think it goes back to all the little tidbits that Danae and I have spoken to, which is like the slowing down, the getting into your body, the being the anthropologist, what's coming up for you emotionally, you know, some of the shadow work, some of this grief work, doing some writing when you're in that place, you know, I think a lot of this stuff, this is the actions that go into surrender, actually. Mm -hmm.
0: It feels like as we go inward and do our own work to really tend to ourselves, to nurture ourselves that like, I'm not doing anything. I should be doing something to move my life forward, right? But it's actually the most active work we can possibly do in building an authentic life and really, like reclaiming what's been lost because I know it feels like when I, when I've gotten sober that I've wasted all that time while I was using or whatever, but actually what we're reclaiming started long before that we're reclaiming the childhood Childhood innocence, you know, like the stuff that, that got hurt when we were little, that now we're going back in to do some reparenting work for ourselves around and really, really tend to, um, you know, the shadow is the voice within us that never got to be heard, that never, never got a seat at the table, and got yeah. to speak to the injustices that it was feeling, right? Or maybe so, spoke to it once and got shamed
1: into never speaking it again.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So, please don't rush your inner child. Your child needs some time now.
1: Seems like you're taking it all in. Yeah, uh, I was taking notes. Yeah. No, it's, mm. yeah. Yeah, Rattle let it inside. marinate. I, I think that's going to be what you the rest of your day at least needs to be is like letting the stuff marinate, mm. um, and and like feeling into what some of the big bullets for you are. Um, where do you feel like there's the most energy? You know, like what specific areas, things that we've spoken about, is is the energy really palpable
0: mm.
1: in? Um, and then like I said, turning up that awareness dial what's coming up, where do I feel it, what are the sensations, um, and starting there.
0: I do want to ask Jillian, like, what's your stillness practice like? What are What is your meditation practice? Um, do you have one?
2: No, I have gotten back okay. to just go, go, go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was for a while, you know, I was getting up in the morning and then taking the first 15 minutes of meditating and then reading a devotional and then doing affirmations, but I had to get away from that because I was a checklist person and yeah. that stuff went on the checklist. Yeah. And it got to be where it was just like, I'm just checking things off at this point. Like I'm not even, um, so I got rid of the checklist, but when I got rid of the checklist, I got rid of the practices right. as well. And you just replace needed, it with something else. I needed some, yeah. I needed some space. Um, I'm I feeling would, like, it needs
1: to be a body oriented practice, but I don't know. Yeah, I, think.
0: I mean- Yes. And right. Like, I feel like, Yes, I think it can be both. I would still love to invite you to spend, even if it's five minutes sitting with yourself, but really making it a practice to not judge what comes up, right? Like I'm agitated. I don't wanna be here. This is horrible. I'm so, you know, like uh, the whole that time- of shit I've to 50- do. <laughs> right, like, and just notice, this is like really tremendously hard. And can I set the timer and do it again tomorrow for five minutes? You know, Vanessa's right, that I think some somatic practices will probably, really release some of that grief for you. Um, I love, you know, like the class is one of the ways I do, if you don't have like a somatic practice built in, that's something I really love that you can like do online, I think free for a month or something, but even just like being outside, starting to walk, starting to um, be in a meditative space of like having your body moving in whatever way that is. But like the reason I love the class is because it's like so much like jumping and beating and shouting and like all of these like practices of shaking out the things in our body that we don't necessarily know how to do (laughs) just like by ourselves. But it really, it brings a lot of grief um, out of the tissues into um us having the ability to release it really so um yeah i i would say both and right like i think Mm -hmm. that you need to be still Mm -hmm. and you need to move right now frankly but these need to be rituals like those need to be the rituals in your day that are bringing you back to yourself like before all that other stuff it's time to come back to you and so I, you know, I almost want us to like make this a little bit of a homework assignment, Jillian, and and ask that you check in with V and I in like maybe a month and let us know how it's going. And we might even ask you to come do a follow-up episode and and see how things are feeling after a little bit of just like practicing being with yourself for a little while.
1: I'd love I'll be looking for that email. <laughs> <I
0: am>. Accountability. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jillian.
1: Thank you, ladies. Have a great day. You Thank too.
2: Thank
1: you. Bye. You know, I love when the, probably, I mean, selfishly, because I see myself in people like this, where it's like you have this moment of realization where you're like, ah, shit, I can't think my way out of this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um,
1: there's something almost I don't want to use the word enjoyable, but there's so much, so much enjoyable (laughs) as a therapist when you get to witness um, that kind of realization on someone's face. Like there's a bummer, but there's also like a, I don't know, clarity maybe is what's coming up, but I don't know. It's a joy, I guess, to be able to witness that.
0: You know, I feel like she felt like such a, a lovely, this feels very egotistical <laughs> I'm saying it, but like for each of us, like a lovely combination of experiences that we really resonate with, mm-hmm. right? Like this thing of um, just like being hungry to do something with this life. And especially when you feel like you've wasted time knowing like, you know, I, I'm, I'm hungry, time is limited. I want to do something now. Um, and also that, you know, um, I can't figure out certain things in my head space, right? Like it's that thing of like, some things have to be healed before we can figure them out. It's that, you know, Einstein quote of like, you can't solve a problem with the same head that created it, right? So Mm. sometimes we have to drop down a little bit and use different tools to start to to integrate in a new way, right?
1: Um, I don't know, so much of this work for me has been around um, being intrigued By new direction or new information or Mm -hmm. um, some kind of new nugget that's Mm -hmm. been given. um, And then it sets me off on a new path of discovery. And I feel like I could kind of witness that in her. I mean, more so because I see that very like, ooh, now I have more things to do, do, do. But also, (laughs) you know, it's like this idea of like shadow work and this idea of being still. And she really is devoted to, you know, having a Christ centered life. And so it gives her direction. Um, and I feel like what I was getting from her is she'd exhausted all of the ways that she would normally get herself to the next level. Yeah. And all of that information within her, we were just kind of saying to her, okay, pause, right. And and stop for a second and like breathe into this space. And, and I saw this kind of like, aha, uh-huh, a couple of times with her. And that, that feels good to me to, to witness and be a part of. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, where she is, is always one of my like moments that like lights me up when I Mm -hmm. see that in someone, because it's like the precipice of deep inner trust and like coming into the awareness of like, you know, it's that, um, that thing in the wizard of Oz of like, you've always had the power my dear. Like you've always had these tools within you. It's just now you like you just spoke to, like, this is how you tap into all of these tools. This is how you find your way back to yourself. And that's such an exciting place to be because that's where everything comes to life for us, you know?
1: Well, well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Cause that was, uh, that was very, for me, Mm -hmm. I feel it. Yeah.